if you build it, they will not come. Without marketing, yes, if you that. build it, they will not come. That's, that's a line from Kevin Costner's movie, A Field of Dreams. Welcome to the Dean Graziosi Show. All success starts right here. What's up? Welcome to this very special podcast where we're going to recap 2019. I am here with my amazing wife, Lisa. What's up, babe? Hey. Hi, guys. You know, Happy uh, 2020 coming up soon. Yeah, really soon. In fact, when you're listening to this, it may already be 2020. We figured we'd go back over the year and talk about the wins and talk about the things that didn't go so well. In fact, some of the things that failed. So maybe in your own life, you can realize it. it is a roller coaster. It is the, the ups and the downs and all of that equal the success you're looking for. So we're so excited. What about you, babe? How was your 2019? Um, I think it's been the busiest year of my entire life. Like it's been more big events have happened this year for me personally than I think that will ever happen and ever for the rest of my life because we literally had so much go on. Like we got engaged. Yeah. We got married in another country. We had a, we're having a baby. I mean, I'm we're having a baby next year, but we got pregnant this year. We moved in a new house. Moved into a new house. Moved into a new office. Moved out of our old houses. <laughs> moved out of our old businesses. Merged our families. Our new business, merged our families. Yeah, we have built so your salon. Much. The salon. Built our new office here. Your new book. Yeah. The journal. KBB so, was this year? The KBB, wow. I wonder if next year will be boring. Or no, will be... no, it always builds momentum. <laughs> next year's going to be exactly, busier. Exactly, exactly. Um, so we did have a lot going on. Oh my God, you you listed so much. We got engaged, new office, new hires. We hired 60 new people. Yes, you got pregnant. The journal, our Facebook groups, We so many great things. But I figured we'd talk about some of that good and then we talk about some of the things that didn't go so good because I think in a year-end review, which I think everybody should do, so maybe yeah. this would be a good example for you guys, is we, sh- we should look back upon the year and take what serves us, right? We had things go uh-huh. great for us this year. Yep. I mean, amazing. And what never happens is you just take it for granted and say, oh, good things happen next year will be good too. That's not the way it works. Like when you see somebody That's true. and it looks like they're evolving year after year, it's because you got to take what serves you from the year before, yep. compound it, put more energy, more effort, do more of it. But you also have to do the complete opposite. You have to look what didn't work well in the previous oh, yeah. year and stop doing it and cut it out or eliminate it completely for your life. So I think we should start off with some of the things that worked really well. Mostly in business, but we'll talk a little bit personal because mm-hmm. how can I not talk about marrying the love of my life? Baby. <laughs> and being engaged. That was amazing. We got engaged in Cabo and married in Italy. And though both of those were completely like fairy tale stuff. And that that was fairy tale because I'm because 50. We're in love yeah, too. we're massively in love. But yes. plus I'm 50. I've learned so much. Lisa, she's learned so much about life and we work on personal growth. So by the time we met each other and we knew it was love, we didn't screw around. We worked on both being a better version of ourselves. We still work on that every day. Every single day. Yeah. And I don't, we, I don't think either one of us take it for granted even a little bit. Yeah, no. We found something great and we're not going to tarnish it. So mm-hmm. our love was amazing. But as th- though that's the most fantastic thing and we truly do fall more in love every single day because we work at it. We don't mm-hmm. take it for granted. I think one of the biggest things, a, a massive win, before we get into business stuff, was that we merged our families really well. Absolutely. 
And that didn't just happen. Like I know that's, you know, from an outsider or outside view, it looks like it just, oh, you guys got lucky, but we actually worked really hard on it. And even way before we merged our families. Yeah, we did a year of counseling. And, you know, talking every single day about it in depth and and every single scenario possible, we did discuss it. And we discussed our fears and what we each want, very openly transparent and very honest. And we created a compelling future, which you need to do in every part of life, right? So Uh we didn't leave it up to chance. And I think that's a really great example for every area of your life. If you I was literally just talking to a dear friend of mine, uh, Patrick Gontempo, this morning. I haven't talked to him in ages. And he asked me if everything was going on in my life. I haven't talked to him in a while. And I told him everything. And I said, hands down, though, the mo- if it took all that away. This year, we merged our families successfully. Uh-huh. Right? What, what could be more yeah, important than that? Exactly. Your family. I love your family. Your parents, your brothers, your sisters. My kids love, love you. you. Your they parents love, love kids. my kids. We all, like... Yes. They get they're having they have a great relationship with their mom separately like everybody yeah. just merged together, uh-huh. and and it's magical. So, but with that and Lisa hit the nail on the head. It didn't happen by accident. We I went to th- therapy almost once a week for a whole year. Lisa joined me on the majority of those. We read books. We interviewed people who did it successfully. Absolutely. We also talked to people who failed. I mean, yep. self education is the number one thing I'm always promoting. We did that. We paid for knowledge of people that know how to blend families. And it helps with, you know, with my profession, speaking with clients who come from a blended family or even speaking to, you know, younger kids that are clients of mine that come uh, without their parents. And I would just ask them questions like, so tell me how, (laughs) how, how the situation is working for you or how it didn't work for you. And, and literally I I compounded all that information and I made up what I wanted to be my future on my own, my own opinions. Yeah. I didn't let anyone make up my opinion for me. Because if you realize success without home life happiness, without yeah. fulfillment, is emptiness. It's it might so be the biggest empty, form of right. failure. And you guys probably know this if you're listening or watching. There's, including myself, I came from a divorced family that went completely bonkers. Like, my family, a lot of them can't be in the same room. My mom and dad still don't want to be in the same room. And this is, they've been divorced for 48 years, yeah. right? So, and the only person, the only people it hurts are the kids. You know does. what I mean? So it's like, if you really say you love your kids, well, then, you know, be the bigger person and make an effort to, you know, change Figure that. out a way to do it. Yeah, figure out a way, even though inside, sometimes you have to bottle it up inside and be the bigger person. But really, like, your kids come first. So, so if you think about that, I didn't mean to go so deep on this, babe, but think oh, about this. Okay. If you're I listening right stuff. now, if you think about why that worked, and we're going to get to business stuff here. We're taking a little longer. If you think why that worked is... We knew where we wanted to go. The end result was we wanted all our family together without stress. Mm-hmm. We wanted the ability that when my kids are at their mom's house, she's not talking bad about us. And when the kids are with us, we're not talking bad about None of that happens. Not yeah. even a, a fraction of that happens. But we thought about that in advance. So we had a compelling future on where we wanted to be. A blended family with, without stress. Just being blended enough is enough stress. Mm-hmm. Now that we had our compelling future, we went and got self-education. We hired consultants. We read books. We yeah. interviewed people. And then we took massive action. We didn't just hope it would happen. We listened. Her and I talked openly. We talked to the kids openly. And when you merge all that together and you take, there was zero, zero possibility that we weren't going to allow, make this happen great. Because our kids, you said it best, babe. Our kids, my kids that are now ours, they deserve that. So we did the same things I do in every area of my life where I want to be successful. Right. And life's not perfect. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, you know, are probably saying, well, 
My situation is different. So, I know, and 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 trust me, there's some things that that frustrate are, us, that and, frustrate us, and are not perfect, and and we wish could be different. But also, pick your battles, you know, and and yeah. and uh, also, you know, there's worse things in life to worry about. Here's what I here's what I know, um, and I see this in a lot of people. This is the last piece I'll go. If you've gone through a divorce, if you've gone through a separation, if there's lots of animosity, anger, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of times it might not be your fault. You might be the one trying to step up and be the bigger uh-huh. person and the other person don't, doesn't allow you. At the end of our lives, I still believe, and this is the message I told you all the time, at the end of our lives, I look back, I feel we're going to look back at 100 years old and you're not going to say to yourself, I'm glad I stayed firm. They screwed me over and I, like, I don't think that. Right. You're going to say, I wish I just forgave them. I wish I just forgot about that. I know they right. cheated on me. They left me. They stole my money. They were rude. They yep. did something behind my back. But at the end of the day, it's us that will suffer. It's your kids that will suffer. And I just feel if you can purge that and focus on a bigger solution, anything is possible. Believe me, uh, that's where we are. So I didn't mean to go so deep on that, but it's the same ingredients for every bit of success. Exactly. So our, our for friendships, for everything, yeah, you know. Our families, our families merging went great. We moved into our new house that we feel completely blessed about. Um, we got married in Italy, which was the best, 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 uh, amazing trip. Ethan, you can confirm that. Ethan, behind the camera, also came to the wedding. It was, it was pretty spectacular. We got lucky on that one because yeah. we never yet had gone there before. We booked it from here. We went and we just had amazing Italian people take great care of us. Yep. And it was like a. a it, it was, was truly tale. magical. It was the best, best vacation, best trip of my life. So then we had, uh, we're talking about the good stuff, right? So that went great. Then uh, Tony Robbins and I have been friends for over 10 years. We've been, we decided not to be partners forever because so many people, I mean, I thought people wanted to partner with me until I watched how many people want to partner with Tony. And it's like everybody and their brother. And I'm like, you know what? I just love this guy. We have this amazing relationship. Our friendship get, getting deeper and deeper. I'm like, let's not do business. Yeah, I get but, that. But impacting people's lives through self-education has been our world for 60 years between the two of us. And a couple of years ago, you remember when we were in uh, mm-hmm. Idaho when we made that yep. decision? Tony and I went out golfing for a few hours. Uh-huh. You stayed back with Sage, his wife, and we got back and decided we're going to do this. We're going to make self-education the new norm. And we worked really hard and took, we condensed decades in the days, as Tony said, our 60 years experience. We condensed it into a course called the Knowledge Broker Blueprint, KBB. We launched it to the world uh, April 30th with over 200,000 people showed up and we did the biggest online launch in the history of the world and our wow. passion, our desires became a movement. I mean, it is a movement right now. There's over 24,000 people in over 80 countries sharing what they know, impacting lives and making a difference. And and we truly are going to go on to to change the education system. I think the education system will have to step up because we're making that much of an oh, impact. Yeah. Uh, we're going to live again uh, f- uh, February 27th, 2020. If we had 200,000 people last time and lots of FOMO, there was a lot of people who didn't show up that wish they did. So uh-huh. make sure you mark that on your calendar. Uh, we've taken the course, the training, our strategies, the blueprint to a whole nother level. Um, was that fun to watch from the outside? Yeah, it was insane because it, it was fun to watch from the outside and all, you know, the the um, uh, uh, attention it got and how many people's lives were being impacted with uh, the KBB course. But also watching my husband work so hard and 24 hours, seven days a week on his phone, personally reaching out to affiliates and personally you know, being so involved and, and, you know, the whole team in the office working day and night to produce this amazing course was like, 
out of this world and everybody was so excited about it. Like nobody treated it like a job. Everybody came in like I know, it was some... excited for the change. It was really cool to watch. Because especially we should have, we have got like a, a behind the scenes like video. Yeah, that's the part that. nobody sees. Thank you for nobody saying it. Sees that. I love I go, yeah, we did this thing, did the biggest launch. Yeah. But the oh, truth of the matter so is easy, but um, I mean you worked so hard at it. The the sixty days, yeah, the sixty days before, I think it was it was nonstop. And and emotionally, like it's nonstop because yes. I'd sleep for two hours and I'd wake up thinking about what I want to do and how we want to share. It's like, <laughs> listen, I've been in this for twenty entrepreneur for over thirty two years in the education space Jeez. for twenty plus. And I knew this was gonna be the thing that could really make an impact. And I didn't want to let anybody down. And here's a good thing to remember. Um, I've been blessed to have some really good success in my life over 13 different companies, more success than I ever thought would be humanly possible. But when we launched KBB and Tony was the same way and Tony's got more success than me and 20 more years than me in this space. And I think you can attest this. I played, I know this sounds simple, but I played like I was 10 points down the entire time. I remember, like, I didn't take it, like, I've been doing this for 20 years, I got this. Tony's been doing it for, we got this. I was playing like we could lose. And I knew how important this was for the world. And I think, did you see that, like, that effort? You still do, yeah. Like, I feel like, you know, even after this amazing launch, you still never celebrated it because you always feel like, I think that underdog mentality always will pop up, you know, but... Yeah, like my my respects to you and Tony, the how and the team. You guys work so crazy, incredibly hard, and it's well. And now we're going. And now we're going live again. I don't want to be like the guy who won the Super Bowl and then goes, "Oh, we'll just win again." So now I'm even like more stressed know, out. Like are. everybody's like, "Oh my God, you guys created the movement," oh and I'm like, God. "Yeah, yeah, but we got to keep the movement alive." So now I'm working harder, faster. We're two months away from going live again, and I feel like it's like the pressure is tenfold. I feel like we oh, won yeah. the Super Bowl, yeah, and we got to win again. So so you that, did win the Super Bowl. Uh, you have to win again. Yeah, we do have to win again. Exactly. The world deserves it, right? So the, the launch went amazing. And speaking of underdog, I launched my new book, The Underdog Advantage. Um, we had the biggest uh, record week of sales coming out of the gate. You're like, all this great stuff went wrong. I'll tell you in a moment what went wrong. Uh, the things that didn't work like we thought. The book launched super strong. So many people enjoying that book. Um, you know, all I ever, all I wanted for that book, and it's working, is I wanted people when they're done reading to go, God damn it, I can do this. And whatever that means, I can do this. That means I can start the, I can start the new business. I can scale the business I have. I can leapfrog my career. I could fix my life, fix my relationship. Right. And that's, that's all I wanted when their people were done. Or I could continue what I'm doing. You know, because yeah, so just, many people are like in a funk or they, you know, they're at, at like a, at a halt in their, their dreams and they, so yeah, it's great. Yeah, and the, the biggest byproduct though is I want people who don't even feel like an underdog to recapture that underdog mindset. Yes. And I guess the best way you described it is going into that launch with Tony, I had an underdog mindset. I was hungry. I didn't, I wanted to yes. be resourceful. I, yes. I didn't care You're what people said. Fail. I was scared to fail. And, and the education system didn't see us coming. Like we want the education to step system to step up. Not, we're not trying to put them out of business, but colleges haven't evolved much in, in 70 right. years. So when they see so many people saying no to college and more into self-education, learning from regular people who've done it, I think the college system is going to go, we better step up. And that's part of it too. Yeah. So, you know, when you take on those big things as an underdog, it, it, if you can adapt an underdog mindset, um, I think it's a game changer. So we launched the underdog advantage. Um, we launched our new journal, which came out super strong. People are absolutely loving the journal. I know you love it. I love the journal. I know. Uh, 
I switch I switch my favorite colors every week. <laughs> At first it was white, and then it's yellow, and then now it's red. <laughs> uh, we hired 60 new people, 62 to be exact, over the last year. So we had an eventful year. And yes, we got pregnant. We're having a baby. It's due, the baby's due March 30th. We're having a boy. We're excited about that. And listen... We're not sharing all this to brag. We're sharing, just sharing a year in review because yeah, it couldn't have happened to, without you guys. Like the most important thing is you guys listening. If this if this podcast does nothing more than allow you to see that Lisa's parents were from Mexico, Mexican uh, immigrants, started with absolutely nothing, sixth grade education her dad had, and when I met Lisa, she was a badass top hairstylist in Arizona, almost ten years in a row, her own business, crushing it, making more than ninety nine percent of every hairstylist on the planet, just a crazy, uh, crazy awesome boss babe that I'm so impressed by. Um, I started with nothing, as most of you know, and to be able to sit here and share this with you guys and tell the evolution of our year, I've never even done it before. I've never done a year-end review. This is inspired by my dear friend, Jenna Kutcher. I heard hers this morning, and she told me I need to do this, and she told me I need to do this, so we're sharing. So they're the things that went right, and I feel blessed. I have gratitude on a regular basis. Some of the things that didn't go so so good, so I want to share that. Um, My book launch. Um, I've been in this for so long. I'm blessed to be a multiple New York Times bestselling author. My last book, Millionaire Success Habits, over 700,000, well, I think we're over 820,000 copies now. I got to update my numbers. Um, it's heading towards a million copies. This book I know is just as good. It's an amazing book, tells a story, but I got a little complacent. I've been so obsessed with KBB, so obsessed with uh, so many new things going on that I just thought, I'm just going to put it out there and it's going to sell like crazy. Yeah. And when we first launched it, uh, the numbers were flat. The the pages that I created, to, because remember, this is something I teach. If you build it, they will not come. Without marketing, yes, if you that. build it, they will not come. That's that's a line from Kevin Costner's movie, A Field of Dreams. I don't care how good your book is. 95% of all books in Barnes & Noble don't sell over 1,000 copies. Wow. Did you really hear that? 95% don't sell over 1,000 copies. So this is a great lesson. I didn't have as much hunger as I should have. I was a little complacent and I just built it and thought they'd come. I released my new book. The first three days in sales. Because well, it's so good. I know, but good know. has nothing to do with exactly. sales. Exactly. And we, we know that. And then, yeah. But I know it's what I teach. Yep. I, almost every exactly. time I'm on stage, <laughs> I present that and yeah. I did it. Like, yeah. so this is like, I'm <laughs> smiling here, but do you know what I felt like day three when sales were freaking flat? And I'm like, oh my God, people in the world need this book. You were there. I didn't sleep. (laughs) I know. And then I found that hunger, that underdog advantage. The damn book is called The Underdog Advantage and I wasn't playing like an underdog and I didn't sleep for two days straight and I just obsessed and tweaked and shot new videos and created and then it went on to be a really powerful opening week launch and we're still tweaking and adjusting because everybody who reads it is losing their mind over it. So how can I not obsess on getting it in everybody's hands. If you haven't seen it, you need to go to deansbook.com. Go there right now, deansbook.com. You have to get this book in your hand. But like I screwed up the first week and here's the crazy part. Just four weeks earlier, I did almost the same thing with my journal. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I just want to tell you guys, you need to have that hunger, that focus, that drive, that underdog mindset of like, this might fail. I got to do everything yes. in my power. And you got to accumulate all the wisdom that you've learned through the years and you got to write it down. You got to have a meeting, even if the meeting's internally, because the, the, the journal, I've been journaling. Here's my journal right in front of me. If you're on video, you can see it. I've been journaling the same way for over 25 years. I taught you how I journal. You freaking mm-hmm. love it. I taught my team, everyone, yep. the whole world that I teach is like, you got to teach people. So I take six months. I, I pick out the perfect 
perfect colors. I'd pick out all the paperwork and the quotes and the process and the strategy and how to do outcome journaling and make it simple so it's not complicated. I do all that. I I buy 100,000 journals. (laughs) So it's like... Four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand dollars would be like not enough. <laughs> and I think it would be enough. And I did the same thing. I just let everybody go. Hey, buy my journals available, and we did great. I think we sold eighteen thousand journals the first week. Which, God, I'm yes. so blessed that. But not what I thought because I didn't. I just said it and forget it. Yeah. Like duh. Like you say, you don't do things wrong. Like it's like you know, if you hit your thumb with a hammer and it hurts. You know how you stop? Is stop hitting your thumb with a hammer. <laughs> I did that with the journal and the book, and now we've got them both dialed in, and sales are starting to really go. But it was stressful because, you know, it doesn't matter if you won the Super Bowl last year. It doesn't matter if you have a successful business here. You know, some of our KBB students are some of the most successful people on the planet, but they want to transition into another world. They yep. want to make impact. They want to change people's lives. And sometimes you think, if I had success over here, I could coast and start a new one. Not the way it works. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Not the way it works. Um, uh, so that's another one to think about. Uh, this office that we're in. So bought a new building. Uh, bought a building. It was just a shell of a beat-up old building. And I wanted to create something really special for our team. Uh, they deserve yes. it. They're my family. If you're going to spend this much time in an office, I believe it should be magical. We got a quote. And we literally went two times over budget. I spent way insane amounts of money and it just shows no matter how much you do I've been in real estate my whole life if you're not watching if you don't have clear-cut parameters if you're too busy doing other stuff which I was and I wasn't watching we went way over budget now do I feel grateful of course the building's amazing my team loves it they feel like they're, they're at a second home but uh yeah way over budget to oh, the yeah. tune of uh like nine hundred thousand dollars over budget so that was uh, a little crazy. And then I'd say another thing I failed at this year is um, not enough free time for me, which equates to me and you. Um, uh-huh. I think I, I love what I do so much, which is a gift for every person listening or watching, that I'm either doing it or I'm thinking about the doing it. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So it's either, I'm either, it's either time with you, time with the kids. Most of the time that's the three of us together and I feel like I, I didn't want to do it it's work outside that and I don't I don't golf or fish or ski or hunt and I know it's a, I think it's a blessing and a curse because I love what I do what is that what do you think about that from the outside I mean you know what I sometimes I have to remind my remind myself that hey we we should take more time just for the you and I but I think that you and I both love working so much and we also love being with the kids so we never feel bad that we've been working, 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 and kids, 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 and we're not doing stuff with ourselves, with, with each other, because we are always together no matter what anyways. But I agree. Like, we are, I feel like sometimes we're just going on a treadmill like crazy, but we're not taking time to celebrate all of these awesome, beautiful ways. I know, as we wrote these down this morning, I don't think I celebrated any of those. We didn't celebrate. I mean, we're grateful for them. I think that we have a... Definite gratitude. Crazy gratitude. But do we celebrate? Do we, you know, uh, pop a champagne bottle and (laughs) toast, even though I don't drink champagne? (laughs) No, we didn't do any of that. But, and life is, life goes so fast. I feel like that's one thing next year. We really have to like stop and breathe and smell the roses. Yeah, Jenna, speaking of Jenna Kutcher, she yelled at us for that. Do you remember? Oh, she did. She she's yelled at so us. Good and she's too. like, so what are you doing to celebrate the, the KBB launch? Yep. I'm like, oh, she's she so like, no, no, no. You need to call me and tell me. And then I was like, well, yes. we're all going to Fiji. And she's like, 
That's not no. celebration. That's a mastermind that's in a Fiji. Mastermind. That's bullshit. She said, "I need to know." Yeah, she's great. She is a really awesome. She if you don't know Jenny, you should check work, her. Out. Uh, like business home for women. Oh, balance. balance. Oh, she's yeah. such a good. Ba- her balance is so good it embarrasses me. So, yes. but she'll talk to me and go, "Your work ethic is. I need more of your work ethic. I need more of her balance." Right. So it's all a balance. And it, listen, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast with us today. And. Uh, I never did a year in review, and it really helped me to see all the incredible things we did. And I'm, I love I'm, it. I'm gushing with gratitude, but I also know I, I gave you about five things I screwed up. If you want to know truthfully, I probably have 20 things that I screwed up on. And what I'm going to challenge you to do, the same thing I'm going to do, is I want you to really look back on the year and what were your wins and why did those wins happen, and how can you do more of that in 2020? And then really obsess on what went wrong. I saw a pattern with the book launch and the journal launch. I took things for granted. I just figured I had it so figured out and the journal was so great and the book was so great they were going to sell themselves. doesn't happen. Bullshit. If you have a great idea, you have a great company, you're going to do a great mastermind, you're writing a book, you're building a course, you have a brick and mortar building, it doesn't matter if it's the best of the best of the best. If you don't market, they will not come. You need to absolutely focus on your marketing and sales oh, and yeah. getting your message out there or else you got a great idea that nobody goes to. It's like having that amazing restaurant with the perfect food, but it's empty. Why? Because they're just not marketing. So that yeah. taught me a lesson to go back um, and also working on my free time. Like I realized this year, as busy as that was, crazy busy, there was no downtime in between. And I know I like it. The problem is I'm I'm a kind of an adrenaline junkie. I run on right. adrenaline. Everybody's like, how do you have so much, do you get hyped up before a video? I'm I like, no, it. this is just me. In the same way. Now, we're so, we're so nervous right now <laughs> because we're having a baby together and our personality is the same. We're afraid we're going to have like a little like zing, 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 boom, boom. Like, yeah, and I, he's, like, he's supposed to be an Aries baby. You know, if, if you know, actually he's going to be an Aries baby. And, you know, the sign of an Aries is very passionate and strong-willed and energetic. We're like, oh, Oh, great. no, we're in trouble. And he's we're up so all trouble. night. And he's up all night. He's, like, bouncing around right now. I just feel like <laughs> fucking me. So, he's like, I want out of here. Does he ever sleep? And, yeah, so. Well, I don't we're, sleep, so. We're, yeah, we, we don't, yeah. I sleep, but we're so energetic. But I, I could totally understand your frustration with, you know, the book and the journal and all that. Like, the salon, you know, we, so... Dean mentioned that, uh, you know, I've had a great run in my career that I built uh, myself to do. And But the problem is I started a new business, which is great. But the problem with that is that since the pregnancy, I'm not doing chemicals. I'm not really hands-on as much as I want to be with clients. And so I thought if I open up this business, it's going to be insane. Like, you know, people lined up. flooding in. Flooding in. And it hasn't been like that. So it is definitely... Right. And now we're going to turn on the marketing. But originally, because Lisa has literally the best reputation in town, uh, she just figured, same thing we did with the book and the journal. Once she opens the door, they will come. And exactly. uh, they, they don't come. But you watch over the next six months, we're going to market and fill it. But we have to put the time, effort, and energy. Exactly. Okay. This podcast got long enough. We appreciate you so much. Make this the year... To be continued. Yeah, to be continued. But make it your year. Like, don't mess around. If you had a regretful, crappy 2019, let it go. Figure out what served you. Take it with you. Put fuel to it and throw the rest away. Yes. Every year we get a new line in the sand. And this can be your year. Do your own year and review. We appreciate you so much. This couldn't happen without you. And uh, if you don't have my book, The Underdog Advantage, check it out. Deansbook.com. I'll talk to you soon. Don't talk about it. Be about it, people. If you liked this podcast, make sure you rate it. And also, make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out. 
You can always follow us on Instagram, and if you don't already have Millionaire Success Habits, you can grab it for free at deansfreebook.com. Remember, all success starts here.